Here at GCSE Pod, we put the student and teacher at the heart of everything we do, from creating quality assured curriculum mapped content that you can trust, to tools and features that improve the working lives of teachers. In these times when everyone needs to rely on quality more than ever, GCSE Pod delivers peace of mind along with evidence of impact. We understand that along with safety, motivation and engagement are essential to keep everyone on the right track. Keeping students on task and giving teachers the confidence to deliver learning from wherever they are is a mission that we're proud to achieve time and time again. To find out more and be in with a chance to win a motivational day with CAM for your students, contact us quoting reference D2R. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Dreams to Reality podcast. And yes, today we've got a very special guest, but this special guest is a student I'm excited to really dive into what it's like in lockdown, some of the challenges that are there, and also what we can do to really move out of this whole kind of lockdown experience and focus on the future. With that said, thank you for being on the podcast. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. For everybody who doesn't know, what year are you in right now? Year 10. Year 10. So let me ask you a question, right? Start of the year, after Christmas about to get back into school and everything, and then Boris announces a new lockdown. How did that make you feel not going back into school? Was you happy or where where was your head at when you first heard that news? To be honest, I was kind of thinking, oh gosh, because last lockdown, you didn't really expect what to really do, but then it's it's kind of so hard because you're working so independently. And I was thinking, oh gosh, because getting closer to GCSEs and I was just like what am I what am I gonna do yeah. and then with sport I got quite emotional because I'm a competitive swimmer and then it meant no more swimming for quite a while so it was all kind of a lot of things to take in at one time but then I slowly kind of got used to it okay so you uh compete you you swim we're getting we get into that so I guess Thinking back a year ago, you was in year nine, I guess, when it first, the first lockdown, we've mm-hmm. probably still got six months left. When we first had the kind of the first lockdown, was that good news back then for you? How, how was the first lockdown for you? Yeah, I was buzzing. I was like, oh gosh, no school. I'm going to be so, it's just going to be nice at home. And it was summer as well. So I was tanned yeah. and tanned outside and then... It was just, yeah, and then it kept on going, kept on going. I was like, I'm getting a bit bored now. So what was the, uh, what's the difference then between the year nine and year 10 mentality? Why is this um, lockdown a bit different despite, obviously, apart from the sun and apart from tanning, why is year (laughs) nine and year 10 different? Is, Is there a difference for you? Yeah, there's a major difference because as soon as you reach year 10, it's, the whole focus is GCSEs, you've got mm-hmm. to do well. So there's the added pressures from quite a lot of people, um, like parents, teachers. And then it's kind of kind of hits you. It's like, if I don't put any work in now, what's going to be the result for my GCSEs? Mm. Yeah, it's diff- that's difficult, isn't it? Especially because your exams may run as normal next year but then you're still missing all of this time, aren't you? Yeah. I guess that's difficult. How, uh, 
how has your friends responded to it? See, I know a lot of my friends don't like being at school, so they're happy at home doing their own thing. But then I know some of them are a bit worried because they, their grades are probably going to start, that's what they think, they're going to start dropping. And they at home, it's kind of hard for them to focus and stuff. Yeah, yeah, got you. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? So would you say you're going to most of your learn lessons, your remote learning lessons? Yeah, I think I'm doing most of them, but there's some lessons where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. So what would you say some of your biggest challenges are in lockdown right now? Because once again, I think obviously education across the board have really stepped up with their home learning. So before they might set you work, but now you've got lessons to go to nearly throughout the whole day. Yeah. What are some of the challenges you're experiencing at the moment? It's the, the structure, I'd say, because I'll be spending lots of time on one lesson and then the next lesson comes around, you're like, oh, gosh, and there's so many distraction, distractions kind of at home. And it's just kind of trying to get on top of it and not getting distracted. And that's kind of the hardest thing about it. And then not being able to really be taught properly. It's kind of weird face on Zooms and stuff. Yeah. So what, what made you go to my webinar then? Because I guess you, you've, been, um, you've been studying all day, been studying for a while now. Why did you decide to go to the Mindset and Motivational webinar? What, what encouraged you to go to that? So I, we got an email from the school and it was like, um, I don't think it was going to be that. The way my mum explained it, I didn't think it was going to be that good. But then I saw it, like, oh, this big thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. actually, this, this <laughs> might be quite good. This might be quite good. And so I was, what? Um, and I was just kind of sitting there thinking, wow, you've actually kind of changed my mindset about learning, which is not really the most fun thing in the world. No, no. It's difficult, isn't it? So what... what um... What do you think you'll do after school? What is the goal for you after school? Obviously, we're in year 10, and I guess in 18 months from now, we'll be doing, what, exams and somewhat or getting ready to leave school. Are you going to go sixth form, college? Do you know what you want to do as a job yet, or are you just not sure? See, I'm going to go sixth form, and maybe uni, I've not really decided, but I really want to do something in sport, 100%. Um, so when was the last time you was in a swimming pool then? Since the last lockdown. What, a year ago? Oh, no, I mean until the lockdown this time. Okay. Have you found that challenging? A hundred percent. I feel like that's the most challenging thing for me. Mm. Um, because sport is what I kind of thrive off. Like, it's the competitiveness in it is kind of, it keeps me, like, interested and stuff. And it was kind of a good distraction because, especially from school as well. Mm. And it kind of makes me a lot happier. So knowing that my fitness is now going to be off from the pool time kind of is a bit like... Yeah, oh, there's, yeah. there's not really much else you can do to kind of replicate, I guess, swimming either, apart from, I guess, just going out and jogging and... yeah. 
and stuff like that. So would where would your head be at if we was in lockdown again for another month or two? Would that would you do you think you'd be fine? Do you think you'd struggle a little bit? Um, because it's all right thinking, okay, we've got a month, gonna work hard, gonna graft hard, and then it's all gonna be back to normal. But how would you feel if we if it continues, say, even longer? It's, it's in my mind, it's just gonna be you're already so far back. Mm. can you really come back to where you were because so that's just kind of the biggest struggle thinking you're already so far back so what are you gonna do <laughs> what's your parents said then so my parents are like you'll be fine you can work hard up to it you know everyone's missing out so it's not just you mm, good advice yeah yeah and you have to think that's true right it's it's not like you made a bad decision and now you're paying the consequences for it. The best thing about it all, and it is even the same for me and my business, is everybody's going through it. So it's not like a poor kind of decision on your behalf. It's like everybody's going through it. So everyone's going to experience kind of the same type of things you're going through. And also everyone's going to be playing somewhat catch up. So would you say you're a hardworking person in general, kind of? I'll say I am, but when I want something, I'll get it. Well, I'll, I'll try. Right. Okay. There you go. But so, yeah, go on. If I'm not really that keen on it, so like maths, really do not like maths. I'm not really that good at it. So I kind of don't work as hard as I really should. Do you think you're still, are you still going to pass maths at this rate or no? Or does a bit more work need to go into it? A bit more work needs to get into it. But I'd say I will pass. Yeah, of course. But it's a lot harder now. It's locked down. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, we got to try and figure out how you can put... You need to put enough meanings behind each kind of subject as well, right? So, for example, the fact that you need maths should be a big driving force. So it always should kind of be on your priority list and it shouldn't really be ignored. So it's kind of like for me, even if it was not a negative motivator, but if it was for me, the idea of going back to college or at sixth form and redoing my maths when I could have done it previously, just because I wasn't good at it and I avoided it would drive me crazy. And that's what I say to people, right? If you don't get your English and maths, you're going to have to go back to the college for another six hours every Friday just to redo it. So the main goal really, I probably going to get criticized now, is making sure you get your English and maths, but obviously you've got to cover across the whole board. Um, but it's thinking about that bigger picture, really, really figuring out what you want to do and what direction you're going in. And it's about controlling the now, as you said, most people don't care. Most people are taking it as a kind of another holiday. But once again, that's going to catch up on them. The fact that you're still turning up to most of your lessons and working relatively hard, when you, we go back to normal, you're going to be ready and you're going to be prepared and you're going to be ahead of most people, um, which is a good thing, right? Definitely. Um, and... There's a saying, as cliche as it does sound, it's easier to maintain than it is to regain. 
So it's easier to maintain where you're at and still progress than it is to regain. Because think about it, if you wrote off the whole last month and before that and say the month to come, then there's going to be a lot more catch up and a lot more stress and a lot more anxiety. So I think you're doing definitely doing the right thing for sure. Um, but if you said you want to do something in sports when you're older, if there was anything you could do, what would that be? Go to the Olympics. Olympics. What was swimming? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think you'd have to do to become? So much hard work. Go on. It would have to be so much hard work, day in, day out. And that's kind of what scares me a little bit. Not necessarily the hard work, but the amount of pressure that I kind of put on myself. If I was to do that, if I, if I was to fail, that's what kind of scares me. If I've worked so hard for this one thing and I just, it all goes like that. And what would failure be? What does that look like for you? Not really achieving my goals or... Which is going to the Olympics or winning the Olympics? Going to the Olympics, I'd say. If you didn't go to the Olympics, but you trained and tried your hardest to get there, what would be some benefits you would have picked up along the way? I know that I've worked hard. I've managed to stick to something for such a long time. It shows that I can be dedicated to something, whether it's in sport or something else. And kind of just the whole the thing of it that I've tried it and it's you know yeah it didn't really go to plan but you did it and you tried it but you know what you would you wouldn't be a shoulda coulda woulda person then and you would also wouldn't look back on your life and have those what ifs what if I just trained a little bit more maybe I could have went to the Olympics you would have at least known you tried your hardest and maybe it just didn't work out but the key there is those skills you just talked about, those discipline, the hard work, the punctuality, all of these different things. And guess what? That becomes a part of your identity and your character. And guess what then? You can then transfer that over to something else quite easily because it's a part of you, it's a part of your routines, your habits. Now you've got a bunch of these skills, which ultimately you could then go on and be successful in whatever you want to do okay, I didn't go to the Olympics, but my goal was to get a scholarship to America. Did it happen? No. I had to accept in the end that I just wasn't good enough. However, I tried my hardest. I really, really tried my hardest. But because I developed that mentality, now I went on to go to uni, being the first in my family to do it, you know, overcoming dyslexia and now doing what I'm doing. So if I didn't work hard at that sport, I wouldn't have had those transferable skills to do what I'm doing now. So really, when you think about it, you got nothing to lose. Yeah. Especially if you're still doing your schoolwork and doing everything you're supposed to in class, then you have nothing to lose. Yeah, and I feel like school sometimes, I'm just like, oh, school, just... But then I know that it's... You're Let gonna me ask you a question, to... right? Let me ask you a question. 
Mm-hmm. How fast has the last kind of four years gone? You're in ten, year 10 now. The last four years in school, how, how fast have they gone for you? It's gone way too fast. Way too fast. So what, how do you think the next four years are going to go? How fast? Even quicker. So when it's like people worry about the now school, it's going to go by so quick. That is almost like you just got to control the day. Does that make sense? Like, there's no point worrying about it because it's going to go anyway. Yeah. You're going to get the grades you want. You're going to go on to uni if that's what you want. And you're going to go and train to be an Olympian. And then one day when you grow up and whatever, and you meet other people, you can say that's what you've done. And now you also, you've got that discipline. Worst case scenario, when you go on holiday, you could, you know, you could bet everybody who wins the race in the swimming pool. but it's about i think the bottom line is it's just about um just living the life you want to live and how would you feel not at least giving it a shot how would that make you feel not giving it a shot it just definitely a big big regret 100 percent. so you know the answer then yeah you know the answer then um what's your parents think about that goal and dream they're all they're saying you can do it if you if you put the effort in and i feel like they're still like you've got a lot of other things as well that you can do it's like i kind of get focused on I really want to do something big, whether it's something like the Olympics or something completely different. Because I feel like if I don't do something big, then I will kind of feel like I haven't really done much. Mm. Once again, it's kind of shoot for the stars. If you miss, you land on clouds. That's exactly, once again, going back to that American football kind of experience I told you, shoot for the stars. And if you miss, you still got all those skills around you and even just talking to your parents uh, um, before this podcast and stuff I know that um, they're obviously they're very very supportive of you and I think as long as you continue to prove yourself in the classroom tick the boxes do what you're supposed to do then nobody can really be mad at you for going after that golden dream of going to the Olympics I think when sometimes it, it becomes a problem is if people use that as an excuse not to do the work in school, use that as an excuse not to show up in class, use it as an excuse not to do what they're supposed to because I'm training to go to the Olympics. I think how you do one thing is how you do everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So how think about it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're too lazy to take a plate from your bedroom, for example, that's how you do everything. Yeah. That's like your mindset, you know, because it's like you can't, you're either that person or you're not. And there's another saying, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Have you ever had like all day to do something and then you don't do it or you leave it to the last 10 minutes to do it, right? We've all done it. Yeah, like if yeah. you know you've got all day to take out the black bins, you're gonna take all day to take out the black bins. But if you've been at school, you come back, you do your swimming training, 
Um, and then, you know, you're on your list, you still got to take out the black bins. You just take them out. You wouldn't even think about it because you're busy. You just get things done. Yeah. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So talk to me. I'm going to get you back on the podcast in the next month. Easter, let's say Easter. What could be three things you personally commit to from now until Easter? What could be three things you personally commit to from now until Easter? What three things would put you in a better position and make you a better beep your name? Um, <laughs> what three things would make you a better person and would support you moving forward? Definitely focusing on my schoolwork a lot more. How, get... how can you focus on your schoolwork? Revising little bits, going over a bit more work than what's been said. Trying to at least. And then... Are you on your phone and stuff when you're doing your schoolwork? Do you have like Netflix on and stuff like that? Be honest. Sometimes. Sometimes? Okay. And it's like the temptation because it's there. It's like, oh. I'm the worst for it. Especially on my, my computer, what we're filming this off. I had notifications of like Facebook. So I'd be like doing an email and then ping. And like, you can't help it. So I had to take it off because... It just makes you have to have a look, right? Yeah. When you hear your phone vibrate on the table, you you, you have to just have a look. It's Even like, if it's... Oh. Yeah. So yeah, it's the news. Yeah. <laughs> so revise more work harder in school. Do you think that you could potentially communicate with your teachers and just ask them, ask them tell them what your intentions are, what you're looking to do, and ask them if there's anything more you need to do because tell them your goals, tell them what you're looking to do and ask them if there's anything more you need to do because then you don't need to think about it anymore. There's no speculation. You know exactly what you have to do and it came from them. Um, that's maybe something to try. So work harder in school, at least get disciplined a bit more. What else? Kind of, It's so hard, but it's kind of changed my mindset around... Um, around the whole idea of I'm not going to be good enough when I go back to swimming mm. because I've already got it in my head that I'm going to be so bad but I don't know yet because I've not been in the pool so I have no idea that's fascinating why do you think you think that where does that self-doubt come from? I think it's just, I'm overthinking about what could go, am I going to be the back? Am I going to literally not know? Is my body literally just going to be like, no, you can't swim anymore. <laughs> just float. And, yeah, just float. I am the worst swimmer in the world. I cannot swim properly. <laughs> I can like keep myself alive, but like I can't. Swimming's a crazy technique. Um, okay, so normally though, self doubt normally comes from yeah your thoughts, your beliefs, and stuff like that. But then it also self doubt is also comes from your behavior and what you're showing. And I think that's probably where your behave your self doubt's coming from is because. Your behavior 
you're not swimming, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing for swimming. So now you're doubting yourself because you're not doing the work essentially, but it's not like you have a choice. Um, is there anything you can do to not, you can't swim, but is there anything you can do to work on your swimming, but outside of the pool? Yeah, just doing lots of land work, so runs, um, workouts and stuff like that and stretching a lot, which I've been doing. But then sometimes there's the days where you're like, oh, just seriously, like there's nothing that I'm really training for at the minute because I don't know when I'm coming back. And But then do you not I think that's when you're supposed to do the work? Yeah, that think is. How, think how many of your competitors have the same mindset of you right now as you right now. Oh, we're not in the pool, so I'll wait until I'm back. Imagine what you could master now, especially uh, there's obviously a lot of strength involved in swimming. And I imagine, yeah, a lot of mobility as well. If you worked on some of those areas now, even though it doesn't, it feels like a long way off. I think you'd seriously feel the benefit um, benefit of it, especially when you get back into the pool. Do you have a coach? Do you have a coach for swimming? Yeah. Have they given you any workouts or anything? Yeah, we've got a specific kind of coach for the. Is it hard? Are they hard workouts? Easy? What? Yeah, no, they're really hard. Okay, so I'm assuming you have a plan, and you have a plan for workouts. You have a plan for mobility. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. So what I want you to do after this call, I want you to send, I want you to work it out, write it down. Um, and then I want you to send me on Instagram your workout routine for the next two weeks at least. Yeah, okay. Accountability. If you want to be an Olympic athlete, it has to start now. We have to show everybody around us that we're serious about going to the Olympics. But it has to start now. Yeah. It has to start at the 15, 14, 15 year old. Be you. Yeah, it has to start now because, because your competition is somebody around the world who you're going to compete against who, are, who is working hard right now. Right now. I guarantee if you can get into that mindset now, when everybody shuts down, but you're stepping up you're going to develop a whole different hunger for everything. Even your schoolwork, because now you've got a purpose. Yeah, I like that, like hunger. It is. I, 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 back when I was in college, believe it or not, when we was doing American football, we had um, a saying uh, called hungry underdogs. So we believe that everybody in life is an underdog, but only the hungriest succeed. Does that make sense? So when everybody's at home playing the games, texting the boyfriends or girlfriends on Netflix, there's nothing wrong with that. You're showing your hunger and you're doing what you're supposed to and you're stepping up and putting in the work. Because let's be honest, right? Most athletes at your age now, uh, they go the opposite way, not the right way. Because that's when you start getting in relationships. That's when you start going out with your friends and doing different things, Right? So if you can stay focused in this time now, see this whole quarantine period as training camp. 
it's a perception game, yeah? So if you can see this whole quarantine process as training camp and say, when you go back into the pool, that's game time. Now you're going to show everybody what type of monster you are. <laughs> True? Yeah, 100%. Right, so, <laughs> you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Getting carried away, okay. Right. So we got work harder in school. We're going to get two ears working out more mobility and stepping up and you're going to send me your plan after what's number three so i don't i'm not really sure friendships relationships relationships with your parents what is it good is it quality time is it not just quantity time is it quality time what could you do to be more present is there something there I'd say spend some more, yeah, quality time with them, to be fair. Because I know I, c I just go off into my room a lot because I'm tired. I'm just like, I'm either going, just going to stay on my phone, watch some Netflix, go sleep, and then it's kind of, I'm doing everything else and then just getting home and being like, right, no, I'm, I'm tired, I'm going into my room. So it's kind of missing that kind of time with my family connection okay right so four times a week four times a week for 30 minutes that's it put your phone in your bedroom and go out and connect and have a conversation with your parents or even say mom dad can we go on a walk whatever it is yeah you get an exercise in there Right, you're being present. They love you, and they're probably, you know, everyone's on their phone. But about again, again, it's about being present, about connecting. And I think even in those moments, you'll gain inspiration and gain even a bigger purpose and a bigger why. Yeah. Do you think you could do that? Yeah, I can do that. Sounds like easy, right? But it's actually probably harder than you probably think. Yeah, probably won't be as easy, but. Put your phone away, no dinging or vibrating. I just connect. Yeah. How does that sound? That sounds good. Right. So. Tell me the three commitments back. What we got? Schoolwork and asking my teachers. Yep. The swimming. Yeah. So, and controlling what I do right now in lockdown. Um, and then spending more time with my family and then putting my phone away. Quality time, not quantity, quality. Legend, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any questions whatsoever? Is there any way I can help apart from what we've already had a conversation about or we're all good to go? I think that's it. That's it. Okay. So what I want to do is just say a massive thank you for your time. Um, what I'm going to do is also connect with you again. Obviously, we're having a conversation, talk with your parents. Um, and yeah, send me over your plan. And what we do is, is have another call in a month or so, yeah. see where we're at with lockdown, see what the update is. And hopefully, what I would like to do is try and coach you all the way up into the Olympics. How about that? Gosh, that would be good. Yeah, and then when you give your gold Olympic speech, I want to say, I just want to thank my parents <laughs> and the legend. 
Johnny Legend, Cameron Parker. How would that sound? That would be so good. Oh, I mean, I would use that on all my social media. That would be like, that would make me everything, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, oh, let me have a quick look a minute. Stay right there. Sorry if everyone's listening via audio. Um, so how old are you now? 15. So you're 15. When do people normally go to the Olympics? 20 in the 20s middle 20s yeah future olympics right so we've got olympics Beijing. what are we now 20 paris for the 2024 2024 no you wouldn't go to that one would you yeah Winter. Oh, okay. So, and Los Angeles for the 2028 Summer Olympics. So that means I'll be seven years away and you'll be 22. Gosh. Right. So, how do you feel about going to Los Angeles? That would be. That would be so cool. Guess what? That could be you. So what I want you to do, what was it? Olympics uh, 28. This is going to be your new mantra. LA 28. LA 28. When you're working hard, I want you to think LA 28. LA 28. That's you. That's going to be when you're first on the scene, your first ever Olympics. Get a feel for it. And then in 32, that's when you're going to win the gold. When you're 25, 26. Gosh. I'm just thinking about that now. LA28. LA28. That's the mission. What is it? LA28. That's the mission. Right. Thank you for your time so much. Guys, if you like this episode, you know what to do. Give it a like, comment, and a share and all that stuff. Also, you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Dreams to Reality. And we will get this Olympic athlete back on the podcast very, very soon. Until then, guys, remember, there's two tables. One table full of excuses, the other table full of results. You can sit on one table, but you can't sit on both. But you can most likely join my guest on the table of results if you really want to. Make sense? I'm out. Thank you, guys.